Welcome to TMG Today. Join other master manifestors across the globe to turn your goals into reality at lightning speed. Here, we connect the dots for you so you can skip all the nonsense and finally get unstuck. Right here on the Manifestor's Guide today. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to TMG Today, the Manifestor's Guide podcast. I am Dewey Taylor. And I'm Charlie Carroll. This is the intersection of universal law, success principles, and leading edge science. And as always, if you find value in anything that you hear on any one of these podcasts, please like, share, and subscribe. Share this with people that you love and care about, friends, family, because the whole purpose of this podcast is to spread more of this value out into the world, and you can be a participant in doing that. Uh, we're on YouTube, we're on podcasting apps everywhere, and also on social media at Manifestor's Guide, so come check us out. This is an extension of our Inner Circle online community. This is a part of our Master Manifestor system. So if you want to actually join that Inner Circle online community and ask questions on this podcast, you can check that out at manifestorsguide.com. Also, lots of cool blog articles. We've got a podcast page, books, all sorts of cool stuff there. So we actually have a community question, which I'm very excited about this topic today, and it stems from this particular question. So Charlie, who is asking the question and what is their question? So we've got uh, Jonathan P. He's from upstate New York. And Jonathan, hey, Jonathan. Asking, <laughs> how to sir, uh, our friend Jonathan is asking, he says, I'm not new to law of attraction, but I am new to all the rest of this. And it's making a lot of sense as to why I've plateaued, but I can't figure out uh, how to actually put myself in the energy of my future. How exactly do I do that? Details would be great. We get Fantastic we get these question. kinds of questions a lot, yeah. Especially because that's what we're all about is going beyond law of attraction, as we say, and and looking at the other the other components that help the plane take flight. Part of the reason why I personally plateaued, Charlie has plateaued, and why we have come together to create more value and spread this information out into the world, and even why this podcast exists, is because law of attraction is one small component of universal law, which there are 12 universal law principles, right? So it's just like the law of gravity. If you only believe in gravity, we use a plane all the time to explain this. You don't understand all the other forces that are, you're going to need to make your plane take off. You have to educate yourself beyond just gravity. So th those are the universal laws, right? Those are the universal forces that are going to be like wind resistance, propulsion, all those things. So you have to understand all of those. And then on top of that, you also have to understand what the plane is. How do you build your plane? What is that? What is the infrastructure of the physical thing you're going to be sitting in, which is the plane to take off in the first place? And that's what you place yourself inside. So that's that's something else. And then you also have to understand how do you operate all the tools inside of your plane to make it fly as well? So you have there's a lot more components to actually manifesting, which is making your plane take off. There's a lot more components to that than just simply universal law. And beyond that, there are more universal laws than just law of attraction. So once you understand all these components, that's when you become a master manifester. And that's why we have our master manifester system. So Jonathan, this is a great question. And part of my personal journey, and I don't know about you, Charlie, but my personal journey has been, uh, you know, we, we hear all these, these great techniques and tools. When we talk about manifestation, we hear about visualization, we hear about alignment, <laughs> we hear about feeling good. But a lot of people and, and they, they go, Okay, that sounds great. But their question is always, how do I do that? So we're talking about visualization. 
what we're left with a lot of times is people saying, okay, I'm, I'm visualizing, I'm picturing what I want, and it's still not coming. It's still not happening. Why is that? It's a practice and you have to fold yourself into it and make it become part of your daily practice and a part of your life. And there's more to visualization than just picturing something in your head. Yes. Well, and I've had the experience of uh, when I was newer to these ideas and looking at them, looking at practicing them through the various techniques that were offered, um, the way I thought about it, I oriented myself around this idea that the techniques themselves were the trick when really the techniques are just ultimately helping you use your mind in ways that your mind is already built to use. And it's just connecting you deliberately to these, the, the different ways that you can line yourself up with what it is that you desire and visualization, which we're going to focus on today. Uh, I actually used to think I was not a great visualizer and would introduce a lot of doubt. I would visualize what I what I was desiring, but then I would just throw on layers of doubt. Oh, I didn't do that right. I didn't do it well, which is still contributing to your point of attraction. It's still contributing yes. to those are still beliefs about it's still part of the story that you tell about yourself, which we talk about that a lot with our with our members. We brought it up here on the podcast a couple of times. Almost I mean not almost everything comes back down to the story you tell. So even if you are listening today and you're going, you know, we are talking about the specific technique of visualization today. Uh and it's going to be a lot of fun, but even if you're sitting there and going, "Ah, well, I'm not a great visualizer. I don't like to visualize." Hear the thoughts that you're saying and realize you are sending out a signal that's going to cut you off at the knees about being a visualizer. All these techniques are just ways to connect with your natural abilities that you already have and they're waiting to be opened up. So I'm excited to yes. talk about this today. Well, as we say to all of our members all the time, you are what you say you are. If you say, I am this, I'm a good visualizer, then you're great. If you say, I am not a good visualizer, I don't know how to do this. If you continually say that, you know, I am a big proponent of corrective speech, being aware of how you're speaking your your reality into existence and correcting your speech. You know, when you say, I don't know how to do this, is that true? Well, yes, but you can instantly change that. And instead of saying, I don't know how to do this and creating more gaps where you're going to continue that cycle of not knowing what you're doing, and I'm not a good visualizer, I don't know how to do it, can easily turn into... I am happy that I have identified the gap between where I am, where I desire to be, and I'm excited to be an incredible visualizer. That is a completely different way of framing where you're going. And you've just laid the groundwork and put some the first couple of steps on your path to becoming an amazing visualizer, right? And Or, or anything, yes. to becoming whatever you yes. want to be. But it's about reframing and being aware of your speech and what you're speaking into the world. You are what you say you are. This is a topic we're going to revisit over and over again because it's so extensive and it's so exciting and you can revisit it from many different perspectives. But we're going to uh, talk about it today from the perspective of the U.S. Olympic Committee and how Olympic athletes and pro athletes all over the world create more wins, more victories, more gold medals through the practice of visualization. Now, this is proven. <laughs> and we're going to talk about some of these athletes, what their experiences are. We're going to look at some studies uh, that actually show the effects of a healthy visualization practice and how you can utilize that yourself. We will dive into this right after the short break. See you guys right back here. 
TMG has partnered with Podbean to bring you new episodes each week. Are you finally ready to step into your own power and let your voice be heard? Well, then why not start your very own podcast? Remember, what you find ordinary, others will find extraordinary. It's never been easier to produce and distribute your podcast to every major podcasting app available. Podbean also makes monetizing your podcast foolproof so you can add value to the world while you're making money. Thanks to our partnership, you can try your first month absolutely free. Visit podbean.com slash TMG today. That's podbean.com slash TMG today. Brain science has shown that by the time you're seven years old, you've installed a program in your mind that you'll run for a lifetime. And for 99% of us, we're running a program of struggle, but you can change that. At TMG, we've designed a system to install this new programming to get you exactly where you want to go. With the power of brain science and multisensory learning, you'll discover your path of least resistance as you manifest your goals into reality. And for a limited time, you can try the Manifestor's Guide to Ease system absolutely risk-free. This system comes with unlimited access to weekly coaching for accelerated results, as well as instant membership into the Manifestor's Inner Circle online community. If you're ready to finally get unstuck and create the ultimate life success you know you're you're capable of. Visit manifestorsguide.com. Use coupon code TMG today for 10% off and we'll send the Manifestors Guide to Ease system to your email right now. That's manifestorsguide.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. Let's jump into this, Charlie. Going for gold, right? Visualizing and how Olympic athletes create more gold medals. I'm excited about this. We actually are going to have a great article on our blog about this as well. If you guys want to check that out at manifestorsguide.com. It's really cool because the U.S. Olympic committees actually increase their full-time psychologists because of this science. So I just want to intro this episode with a little bit of some just a couple of quotes from some top Olympic athletes and top pro athletes about just their experience with visualization. So Kayla Harrison is the first woman from the United States to ever win a gold medal in judo. And we have an awesome quote in our article. Every night I visualize myself winning the Olympics. And she goes on to talk about how often she does. I mean, she has a practice and it's literally every single night she spends time not only picturing it in her mind, but being in the room, feeling the the breeze, you know, uh, what does it smell like? What does it feel like? That exact moment that she's thought about a million times is what manifested the night that she won her gold medal. First woman from the United States to ever do that. And it happened just as she visualized. So then four-time Olympic gold medalist Missy Franklin says, when I get there, meaning at the Olympic uh, space, she says, I've already pictured what's going to happen a million times. And then Michael Phelps, <laughs> he is the most decorated Olympic athlete of all time. So his former coach, Bob Bowman, said he is the best that I've ever seen at visualization. So we're going to talk about some of these studies moving forward. But as you and I both know, that's how important visualization is when we're talking about uh, you know, getting into the energy of our future reality. And that's what Jonathan was asking about. I don't know yes. how to put myself in that energy. So we're going to talk about some of the science of that today. But have you had a, an experience with that? Yes, more than, you know, more than anything for me, visual visualizing has created longer term shifts. And they're the kinds of shifts where one day you go, oh, wow, I no longer uh, react negatively to this thing, or I no longer think in terms of this limitation. Uh, for me, 
visualizing myself as a successful person in certain capacities or as a happier person. And if you think about it, when you're spending, you know, if you're not deliberately uh, uh, controlling your thoughts and what the images of your mind, then it's likely you're just passively reacting to the world or just rethinking the same things every single day. Yes. And creating your output from that visualizing is a way of taking hold your outcomes. And so these Olympic athletes that you just read quotes from what they did was deliberately see themselves as the winners that they've trained so hard to be. Um, I know I've had the experience and I'm sure many out there listening have, you know, tried to go for the gold in things that were really important to them and yet did so from a space of limitation of a, oh, I'm not, it's going to be too hard. I'm not likely to be very successful. Uh, And instead of actually empowering themselves with the kinds of visuals and mental feedback uh, that you can get by deliberately daily and often placing yourself in the emotional space, the visual space, using all your senses to feel as if you are that person. Multisensory. Yes, you deliberately step into uh, who you want to be every single day and then stay there. You know, when you're done visualizing, it doesn't mean you f- you revert back to um, someone who's not good enough to be the winner, someone who's not good enough to be what they want to have. The whole idea is to allow that session to uh, sink you and immerse you into that new state of being and you stay there. Yes. And that's what it as it becomes easier and easier. It's so powerful and so rewarding we are what we not just say we are, but what we believe we are, you know, we are what we spend time with. And there's, I say this to our, our members all the time, but there's a big difference between being lonely uh, or being alone and spending time with yourself. That's a completely different perspective, right? Uh, So in the same way, there's a difference between just thinking about something and picturing it in your mind and spending time there, actually spending time in the energy of that space as if you were really there. Not just, you know, you could sit and visualize something and picture it and hope and wish and want for it. That's coming from a place of lack. But fully immersing yourself auditorily, visually, you know, kinesthetically, getting yourself in a space where you are literally living this as if it is your reality, you don't have to try to picture something. Because you're there, you're you're actually doing it. And we're going to show you how to do that here in a few minutes. But let's jump into a, a, two studies in particular. There's a cool. lot more science, by the way, than this. But these are two really interesting studies that have to do with professional athletes. So in the first study, we have group A. So athletes who trained mentally 75% of the time, right? So that means they only train 25% of the time physically. And then group B... These are athletes who physically trained 100% of the time. So group A outperformed group B every time. Now, let me let me set up the parameters of this experiment in this study. These are actual Olympic athletes who trained this way for the Olympics. So during their actual Olympic performance, they outperformed group B 100% of the time. So that means people who wow. mentally trained 75% of the time always outperform people who physically trained 100%. So that's not a, I mean, there's no variable difference there. It literally is every single time outperformed. So this research shows that the athletes who train mentally, they produce more gold medals. So that is why 
the U.S. Olympic Committee has increased its full-time psychologists because visualization has become such a huge practice in Olympic training. We have another study here. It's basically about visualizing physical exercise. And I think that they called it something really funny. It's mental gymnastics is what they called it, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Gwang Yi, he's an exercise psychologist at the Cleveland Clinic Foundation in Ohio. Okay. So he did this exercise where everybody would, they only visualize their physical exercise. Okay. They did zero physical activity. And they monitored this as well with all participants. In a very short period of time, by the end of the experiment, every single participant has, had increased their strength by 13.5%. So just by visualizing exercise, they increased their physical strength. They kept the physical strength that they built just mentally for three months after the experiment. So the exact same as if you would go to the gym and build your muscles up, it takes about that time for them to break all the way back down again. The exact same thing here. So they legitimately increase their strength physically just by the mental training. It is so important to see yourself in that space, to put yourself into that space where you are a victor, where you are where you want to be in life. And of course, we talk about it all the time. Redefining success for yourself means every single person's victory, quote unquote, is going to look different. But that's why you have to define what success looks like for you. And then you can spend time with that, actually carve out time for you to exist in that space where you have already achieved that. And what you're really doing is folding your current reality into the reality that you keep putting yourself into. It's preparation meeting the moment of opportunity. And that's what this is talking about. You know, these people put themselves in this position all the time. So that moment of opportunity comes and they're there at the Olympics. It unfolds exactly as they have visualized a million times. Yes. It's part of the um, the concept of when you are proclaiming something that you desire to be, you feel it to be real, believe it to be real. And visualizing is such a fantastic way of doing that because it does allow yes. you to tap into all your senses and you will have physiological responses to things that you, uh, that you can convince your mind are real because your mind accepts anything that you put into it is happening in, in the current moment. So when people are visualizing themselves as gold medalists, their mind in that moment accepts that they are winning a gold medal and begins to yes. learn, begins to yes. learn what that experience is like. So, you know, and just even think about that, everyone, the next time you are visualizing something that's important to you, just lean into what your mind is leaning into. Your mind is is going, wow, this is awesome. I'm winning my Oscar right now, or I'm winning my gold medal, yes. or I've just got this awesome promotion, or I've met the love of my life. You know, and and do not it's not even about the the there's no right way to visualize it. You will get better every single day and your mind will take on that that scene as a reality every single more and more every single time you do it, and then you will see it in your reality. It's interesting what you're saying there because you know, we talk also a lot about this in our master manifestor system, but the subconscious mind, we're not going to dive into that today because, you know, that's a whole, we have modules and modules sure. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but it's really important to understand what the subconscious mind is and how your subconscious mind works because that controls 95% of everything that you do. And, it, and it's really where your beliefs lie. And that's where our paradigms live, which is our groupings of beliefs of how we think the infrastructure of everything in the world works. You know, that's how practical we are or whatever. And that's why it's so important to understand how your subconscious works, because the subconscious mind believes anything you tell it. 
So that's why it's so important to program it to believe what you want it to believe, not what other people have told you you should believe based on the infrastructures that have been set and what you've been born into. If, if you think that's just the way things work, then you're going to have the same result as 99% of everybody else. Why do you think there's a 1% in the world? Because 99% of everybody else does it the way that they're told to do it. Only 1% of people do it the way that they want to do it. Wow. Yeah. And so what's really interesting is, you know, when we look at these experiments, how is this actually done? Like, what is the part of our, our brains that makes this actually manifest into our reality, we'll say? Well, what's really interesting is the discovery of mirror neurons. What is a mirror neuron? Well, a mirror neuron is a sensory motor cell in our brain. Very, very simplified version of this, but our brain actually mirrors the actions of others. So anything that we see in our external world, our brain is mirroring as if we're doing it ourselves. For instance, if we see somebody lift their leg, they have actually studied the brain interprets that as we are lifting our own leg. When we watch sports, we get so into it. Why? Because we feel like we're there. We feel like we're participating. We're doing it because we're watching people be victorious and be great and do incredible things. And we get so emotionally involved in it because our brains are interpreting it as if we're on the field playing along. Have you ever wondered that? Like seen a bunch of sports fans freaking out and cheering and they talk about it all the time and they're just so involved, but they're actually not doing anything. They're sitting on their couch eating potato chips. <laughs> but they're so emotionally invested. Why is that? Because of these mirror neurons. They are involved in it as if they are participating on the field, as if the victory of their team is their own personal victory. This is why people who desire to be actors love watching the Oscars. When they see their favorite person win and they're holding that Oscar, it's them experiencing it. This is why people become fans of things. Because they are experiencing it as if they are doing it. This is why we, you know, we grab a, you know, a, a hairbrush in our room and sing if we want to be on stage, right? We love watching people perform and do these things. This is what we're doing. We are visualizing in all of these moments. We just don't know what we're doing. The mirror neurons are firing as if we are participating in doing that. So how many times have you heard somebody win an award or be great at sports or do something? And then when they are give, giving an acceptance speech or doing an interview after they've won something, and they say, I remember this particular person winning an Oscar and I used to practice in my room or I, I've thought about winning this, you know, this Super Bowl trophy so many times. That's yes. visualization. But the flip side of this is that we also do this with fear. Yes. You know, our imagination equals reality. And there have been experiments where they do the same thing with fear and the brain basically experiences the same fear that other people are, are experiencing. If you see somebody with a terrified face we immediately start becoming afraid. This is why, uh, have you ever seen <laughs> those those scare compilations on YouTube where people just run at people and start screaming and the person freaks out? Have you ever seen those? Yes, yes. But that's because that's what's <laughs> happening. We know that people will immediately react based on what our emotional reaction is to something because they're experiencing it as if they are also afraid, even though they don't know what to be afraid of. Well, and something that I just... Uh thought that came to me while you were describing the mirror neurons and how it, it causes us to engage with what we're seeing mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, going back to the person who practices winning an award or, uh, the, the individuals who are get, get become so invested in uh, a, s a sporting event they're watching on TV or live. Keep in mind that Everyone, this is why it's so important to direct your own visualizations and be deliberate about your own, is that when we are passively engaging something, we are often putting our, and we're experiencing it and, and, and jumping into it and engaging with it while we're watching it. We do create a vibration of longing. 
And yes. what I mean by that is, you know, you're watching your favorite movie star win an Oscar. You're watching your team win a game. You are invested as a passive participant, almost living in somebody else's shoes instead of, and then returning right back to your shoes, not having actually absorbed the experience as your own. And you can actually, and I've done this before, you can actually utilize these times, you know, when you're watching somebody win an award that you desire to win in life, you know, while you're watching them put yourself in their shoes and deliberately feel the experience yes. as if you were doing it. Uh, another example I use is like the ASMR scenes on YouTube. We've talked about this. You know, you watch um, a certain scene that maybe you have a goal of be of going to Paris and sitting in that Parisian cafe and you go watch an ASMR on YouTube that gives you the visual and gives you the music. You know, uh, instead of just passively paying attention, use that to stimulate a visualization session and a feeling session and engage it actively. Because if you're engaging it actively, you are not setting yourself apart from it and just allowing your mirror neurons to passively activate. You're becoming a part of the experience as if it Well, and really that's why, yet again, own. we say all the time, we are the, the differential. You know, we can experience the same thing that someone else is to our right. They manifest, we don't. Why is that? That's what you're talking about, the power of intention. Yes. And this is something yes. I really want to, to drive home here as the same brain regions that control intention, they're attached to action. So what you're really saying here scientifically is we have, this is why it's so important to understand the brain science, you know, and, and the neuroscience behind all this stuff, because how many people in our community will say, I've never had goals. I've never really known where I was going. You know, they were just kind of yeah. letting life happen to them. This is why people don't take action and inspired action. You know, we've talked about that before. That's completely different than forceful action. But this is why people don't have inspiration. This is why people don't feel good about movement. They don't feel good about where they are what, because they don't have the intention setting. This is why it's important to establish firm desires. What do I want? And allow yourself to want them and then allow yourself to set the intention, which is your trajectory, exactly where I'm going to align your subconscious and your conscious mind directly toward that goal. And then to get inspired, to take action, to move directly toward what you want. The, the intention is so important. You know, the mirror neurons is, you know, that's just a scientific study. It's not, there's no implication there. It's just showing when we see something, we experience it too. But we get to be the ones to determine whether we are now placing an intention attached to that toward what we want, because that is directly attached to our action in our brain. So what is this process of visualizing? Well, as we said before, it's not just making a vision board, which is great. You know, we want to see the visual of it. We want to picture it in our minds. We want to see it in front of us, but it's also an auditory experience. It's also a physical experience. And I'm going to give a quick example of this. So I have desired for a very long time to own a very specific property. I love property investment and there's a specific chateau that I'm obsessed with and I absolutely love it. So um, I just kind of have felt within my own soul that now is not the exact time that I'm going to own it. But knowing that that's in my future, maybe five years from now, six, seven, 10 years from now, whenever it happens, um, I've released the attachment to when that happens, but I know that I will own this place. So what did I do? I toured the chateau. I absolutely love this place. And I took in all the smells, all the sounds, you know, the distance between, uh, you know, there's, there's multiple little houses on this property. I took in the distance between these spaces, what the creek sounded like trickling through it. 
And I just, I, I really took that time to just embrace this multi-sensory experience of physically being there. And that day was really about me living that future life of owning this particular property, you know, as a part of my portfolio of properties. And since then, I have created an auditory experience that I listen to over and over again. And it's not even every day, but just every once in a while when I'm going on a walk or when I'm going to bed, I'll just say, you know what? I want to spend some time in my chateau. And I will actually go there visually and auditorily. And I literally put the steps, what it sounds like me going out this specific door, because I have the layout of the house, walking from the house to the cafe, getting a cup of coffee, going back to the house, going, taking my dogs inside, going up to the library. So I wanted to share a quick clip of this auditory experience that I created for myself so people understand exactly how specific we're talking. And so let me play a clip for you real quick so you understand. Actually, I might play a couple of clips back to back so you kind of just understand the scope of this, and then we'll come right back. Wow. Look at the moon. Of course, it's perfect. You know, it feels like a late cafe night tonight. <sighs> okay, I'm feeling a dark roast. I have a feeling I'm going to be up for a while just soaking in this moment on the eve of my book release. Tomorrow is going to be a riot around the world as people rush to get their hands on it, but I'm just going to enjoy the quiet. I'm not going to worry about a thing. I'm going to sleep in tomorrow, turn off my phone. I'll hear about how well everything went in a few days when I'm ready. <sighs> mm. Wow. Gosh, I just, I love this magical space. I am always transported into another world when I'm here. Now I'm gonna get on this ladder. I'm gonna see if there's something interesting up top. I usually stick to the bottom shelves. Let's look. Mm. Oh. This looks interesting. Yes, I have not read this before. I love a good ghost story, so why not? Yeah, let's get comfortable. Just gonna sit here and relax. Drink our coffee. 
personal trainer doesn't come until tomorrow afternoon. What a beautiful night. What a beautiful life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so grateful. Time for this new book. So let's go on another adventure. <sighs> Chapter one. What did you think about that, Charlie? That was beautiful. I've never seen this space. I've heard you talk about it, but I get a sense of what that world looks like. And it does feel so real. And yet again, every single, you know, this is a 45 minute audio experience that I've created, right? It starts with me reading a book in a certain room, and then it goes through the entire property. And it's, I call it a night at the chateau. And it's literally just one blip of a moment. But in this 45 minute recording, um, I also ex it, like talk about how the rest of my world is going, the rest of my life is going, you know, how my books are doing, how my yes. career is going, what friends I have, what's coming next. You know, I, this is not the only property yes. that, you know, uh, I own. And so that that's the whole thing is I go through that whole experience of this being a part of my future life and my portfolio of properties. And um, I'm sure I could manifest this tomorrow in the snap of a finger if I wanted to. But my life is moving in a certain direction where I don't feel aligned with that right now. But since I know it's in, you know, the next five to 10 years, well, why not spend some time in my chateau? Well, what I love about you sharing that particular uh, audio you made, I know it's very personal for you and you utilize your own um, technical skill sets uh, to create that. And uh, I think it's it just goes to show that every single one of us has our individual sensibilities and skill sets and means that we can create for ourselves to and utilize ourselves to place ourselves in these scenes. For me, I have really enjoyed uh, spending time visually on walks. Um, I will put on some relaxing music. I'll take my dog. We'll go for a stroll around the neighborhood. And I will set an intention for that time and say, you know, as I'm going on this walk, I am just going the entire time, I am going to embrace massive abundance. There are so many different ways that you can practice visualization. And it's so much fun to find the way that really works for you. But I'll tell you what, and I know this is the case, when you're done listening to, when you're done visiting your chateau in your mind, I know you very much know that that is a property that will come into your your ownership. I love yes. that you showed that example because we all have so many means to go, just live, just go and live in the reality that you want to live in. If you don't do what I do as far as like production, you know, stuff, produce audio, produce video, if you don't do that for a living and you're not great at it, guys, there's tons of this stuff for free available on YouTube. You can go listen to just look up ambience, you know, if you want to manifest living on a tropical island, go look up tropical island ambience, you know, you can do you can look up live, yes. being in a coffee shop ambience, you can be in a mansion ambience, you can look up being in Harry Potter ambience, you know, being in the Harry Potter castle, there, there's tons of them scuba diving in the ocean, all sorts of stuff. So whatever it is you're trying to manifest, there are tons of spaces where that's already created content, it's not as specific as mine. 
but you can absolutely put yourself there and spend time just like Charlie said on a walk or just when you're studying just in the background while you're at home. But I highly recommend you uh, doing it with headphones. Highly recommend putting headphones yes. on. It's that really immerses you into that experience. And, you know, like we say, it's an all encompassing experience. So definitely highly recommend that. Um, but what you're saying, this whole episode, I want to yes. share this real quick. You know, Einstein says everything is energy. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. This is real, you guys. Think about the mirror neurons. Think about the science we're talking about. There is a lot more science to this on the quantum level. We're not going to get into that today, but you absolutely create the reality you think about the most and what you believe and what you live in and what you experience. So create that reality by spending time there. This is how I manifested my first six figures. That's how I did it was this process right here. I pulled that directly into my reality. I folded my my old self. I grew as a person, became more magnetic, and attracted that first six figures into my life doing this exact process. Spend time there with the person who is in that reality. You will grow to be that person, and you will also bring the opportunities to you at the same time. That's how you fold it together. You know... Everybody starts in a different space and, and we all have different desires and are on different trajectories. It, it's when if what you are going to deliberately spend time visualizing, don't feel like, you know, go with what you can believe. Um, you may not, you may or may not be able to currently believe that you can own a, chat, a specific chateau or that you can have this or that. Look at, you know, take some time to contemplate what, can you believe what is in front of you that you want to progress into, that you want to manifest, that you can actually embrace? We are your cheerleaders. We know how powerful you are because we are also that powerful and we are all cut from the same cloth. We come from the same source power that created the entire universe. So you are yes. powerful. And I'm going to reaffirm that back to every single person who's listening right now. You have the power to do exactly what these Olympic athletes have done. Visualization is an incredible practice and it's a great place to start. It's not the end, but it is a fantastic place to start. And you can start manifesting things at lightning speed into your life just by applying this practice. And I'm so excited to continue this conversation as we move forward. Yet again, if you want to check out more information on visualization, we've got a great article on the blog, manifestorsguide.com. And if you want to jump in and join our online community and ask questions on the podcast, you will also find information on that master manifestor system at manifestorsguide.com. All right, guys, we will see you next week when we have an incredible episode. We actually have a special guest next week. So we're talking about later in life success, talking about how it's never too late and you're never too old to start over and to do what you want to do and be what you want to be. There is not a time limit on anything. You don't have to be in your 20s to be a success in life and to be reinvigorated and start your journey. That's an incredible episode next week. And we have a special guest from our community who's done this journey with us. Uh, Nori Hicks is going to be here next week. And it's a fantastic episode. So stay tuned. You do not want to miss that one. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.